Hey, this is Matt McClure here, one of the lead pastors here at Takeover Church. Thank you so much for checking out this message today. We hope it encourages you. We hope it blesses you. And just a reminder, we have got services every single Sunday at 5 p.m. And we would love to have the chance to meet you, to hear your story, and to welcome you home. Thanks again for listening today. Hope this message blesses you. How's everybody doing tonight? How incredible was that worship set? Come on, come on. Our worship team is incredible. Worship crew, y'all are fire. We're dropping an EP here pretty soon. Right, Rusty? I don't know where he's at, but I want everybody to hear that just to keep that fire burning underneath them. No, I'm kidding. It's going to be incredible. Our team is hard at work. They are writing different songs in real time. Man, it's been incredible. How good was the blood of, of, of Jesus Speaks Louder? How incredible was that, right? Oh my gosh. Well, like we said in church news, a very special thing is going to be happening in the month of January. Uh, we could not think of a better way to start betting pool. 2019. I don't know. Like, I got feelings about this whole betting in church situation, bro. You remember Jesus throwing some tables? Come on. Just saying. Um, but we... Uh, we couldn't think of a better way to start this off. Dave, you can begin to make your way this way. But we are going to be in a series all month of January called Voices. Somebody say Voices. Voices. We're going to be in a series called Voices. And you are going to get to hear from a bunch of different people, not me, who you don't hear from on a weekly basis. So tonight, to kick off week one, would you just give him the biggest ovation ever, Mr. Dave Vining? <laughs> This is Dave, and I have absolutely no doubt that he is going to crush this in just a moment. But if you guys don't know, Dave and Jane are Rusty's parents, um, and they're far more than that. They run our sound and our audio, and starting this year, I'm not going to say it again. Okay, maybe I will. In 2019, they are heading up our marriage ministry here at Takeover Church for all the incredible... Yeah. So with that being said, Dave, we love you. Bring the word. Let the spirit do his thing. Give it up for Dave one more time. Let's go. Wow, that Dave sounds pretty good. I'm sorry. This is the only one I've got. So, yeah. Um, this is an incredible night for me. Uh, one thing, I can't see any of you. So i got to find a spot where I can. Okay, yeah, that's good. Um, I came here tonight. Uh, I had this all set. Uh, you know, people get up to speak and they're like, oh, this week was a struggle. And, you know, God did this amazing thing on Sunday morning and he gave me a whole different message. Yeah, that's not so much this. Uh, God gave me this message my whole life. Uh, I just didn't listen to him this week. Uh, so it's on me that it took me so long to get to it. I got here tonight. Um, let me give you my background real quick. Uh, my mother's over here. Uh, you got to meet mom before she gets out of the building. She eats donuts, so you'll catch her over there. Uh, I was like three days old, uh, and she wraps me up and takes me to church. So I've been in this business a long time. You can look at me. You can see uh, I, I'm not a young man anymore. Uh, but at 55... What I'm going to try and do tonight is come to you guys like people came to me. Yeah, this is going to be a tough night. I'll explain this too, but uh, when God moves, I get shaky. So uh, <laughs> what I had for me is giants of the faith came along and said, Dave, you know, this is what it looks like. They showed it to me. I grew in that. 
That's the only reason why I got here. That and the love of God. Uh, it had nothing to do with me. I tried to hide from God. Um, I went to a very conservative, uh, very good Bible teaching church when I was a kid. Uh, about 13, I was like, you guys are no fun. I've learned enough scripture to get into heaven. I'll see you when I get there. I'm out of here. And I uh, drove my mom and my dad crazy because, uh, you know, I'm a fairly good talker and I have a lot of great arguments that were wrong. Uh, so, okay, now she feels justified. That was, I shouldn't have said that. But, uh, yeah, you were right, Mom. I should have done that. And probably some of the girls that I had were questionable, too. But uh, we'll talk about that later. Uh, the, the reason why I'm telling you all this stuff is I want you to know I've been and I've seen some stuff in churches. Uh, this isn't my first day. Uh, this church is special. Takeover Church uh, is special. You guys have been in the business for a year now, uh, more than that with the interest parties. But you, as a church body, have already been in a public school, in an elementary school. Yeah. You have been allowed to go in, pray with the kids, mentor them. That's amazing. Yeah. God, God has blessed this church. Uh, I see the love of God when I come in here. I talked to you guys last week about that for our team meeting. Uh, it's the love of God. If you show people the love of God when they get here, you won't be able to have a building big enough to hold them. Uh, it will just be a continual growth all the time, and that's a terrible problem to have. Uh, you, if Grand Rapids, Michigan is going to feel the love of God from Takeover Church, it's not going to be the people in this room. This is going to be where the seeds start. It's going to be the growth that comes out of this room to the people in the city of Michigan, or in the city of Grand Rapids that get changed. Now, uh, to get on with what I actually came here to say. Um, the other thing that I, the other reason why I told you how long I've been in church, uh, Rusty talking about listening to podcasts and stuff, he picked that up from me. Um, I really enjoy hearing other people speak. Uh, I, I get a little nervous when it's me with the microphone because I'm not always sure what I'm going to say. But uh, I was listening to Rusty's words uh, from that song, I'll build my life upon your love. There's a firm foundation. I will put my trust in you alone, and I will not be shaken. Uh, that sounds like a good time, right? Yeah. Am I right? How many of us, let's not raise our hands now, because I don't want everybody to go, well, I'm, uh, now I shouldn't have been truthful. How many people really don't feel like that's their life? Am I right? Yeah. I struggle with that. You know, uh, Matt introduced me. He's got faith in me. I, I go to work every day with me. I'm not that sure that I'm going to pull through. Uh, <laughs> No, truthfully. I mean, it is kind of a funny thing to say, but it's the truth. We know ourselves, and because of that, we hold ourselves back. What's keeping us, what's keeping you from being the believer that you want to be, from following God the way that you want to, from making the impact in the city that you want to? And I think this is the message that I was supposed to bring tonight because I heard Matt say it at the introduction. I heard Rusty say it from the song time. I heard Adrian talk about it. I heard Scott brush up against it. Uh, guys, God is not, he, when he wants you to hear something, he will send many different paths for you to hear it. Uh, listen for it tomorrow at Speedway. Somebody, you know, I'm serious. God shows up all the time. He is wild about us. And I know that that's easy for me to say, and you're like, yeah, I don't feel so much like he's wild about me because, you know, I struggle with things and I'm making some bad choices and blah, blah, blah. That person that's running you down, that's not God. Yeah. 
that's if you're getting something in your ear all the time that's telling you negative that's not from the Christ God your father through Jesus his son the other part of God with the help of the Holy Spirit that helps you know these things that helps you feel the fact that you're struggling that's all to build you up not Matt, I love that. We're for a build-up, not a beat-down. He's quoting God. That's the truth, is the fact that he wants to raise you up. He wants to have a relationship with you. And so how do we do that? What is holding us back? That's up to you to decide what that thing is that's holding you guys back. And what I'm going to try and do is show you... I'm going to use Christ as an example of how to get through this. Uh, I love this. Oh, uh, just a second. I've got uh, 35 in the 2019 pool. So uh, for January 2019, we're going to look up on the brand new, same as last year, 2019 Sky Bible. Um, okay, we're ready for this. Okay, we're reading in Matthew uh, 4. Uh, this is the temptation uh, for Jesus. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And after fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. And the tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Yeah. Then the devil took him to the holy city and set him on the pinnacle of the temple. And said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels. Oh, she likes the way this finishes. Uh, she will, he will command his angels concerning you, and on their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. Jesus said unto him, Again it is written, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him the, all the kingdoms of the world and all of their glory. And he said to him, All of these things I will give you if you fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Be gone, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and were ministering to him. Let's pray. Father God, uh, this is your time. Uh, use it. Help me. Uh, help the uh, folks that hear this to walk away with the things that they, you'd have for them. Amen. Amen. All right. Um, okay, let's get back to my notes real quick here for a second. Um, the reason why I picked this uh, passage is because the Christ... You know, he was man also as he was God. And so he was sent. And Satan knew this. Satan knows who he is. He just isn't willing to give him credit for it. And so he comes to him and he says to him, You know, I've got to get to where I'm at in my notes. I'm way ahead because I talk too much. Uh, he says, Man does not live by bread alone, but every word that comes from the mouth of God. He tells him right away. He's like, I know that I'm a man. I know that you're tempting me. I don't think that the Christ wasn't tempted by this. It's called the temptation. But he knows 
his scripture. He knows the words. He's prepared for this. And so he just reminds him what he knows. He's just saying a fact here. He's not trying to drop the microphone and go, hey, Satan, you know, mic down, I'm the man. All he's saying is, it is written. You know, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. He knows where the value is. He knows who he is. He knows his value. He knows God's value. And he knows the thing that's going to get him through this. And the reason why I'm telling you guys this tonight is because... I'm going to talk in bumper stickers, but I, I like the way this sounds. The time to prepare for tomorrow is today. Yes. If you wait until Satan shows up, and he's asking you uh, to worship him, to give up whatever it is that he's offering you. If he comes to you and you have nothing to pull from, it's too late. Game's yeah. over. Yeah. Okay, so let's go on uh, to verse 7 here. And he understands who God is. And he says, again, it is written, you shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Don't do this. It's almost a compassion moment as he's telling Satan, no, I'm not going to fall for this. He says, don't do it. It's written. Don't put the Lord your God to the test. It is, it is written. He knows his stuff. He's got faith in it. And so why does he have faith in it? How does he know this? You know, we come here... Uh, we hear a great worship set. Matt preaches his heart out. It's fantastic. We leave here Sunday night. We go out into the world. And I'm pretty sure all of us are inspired. Uh, I'm, I'm constantly uh, fed from here. I even listen to the podcast so that I'm like, okay, what did I hear? And what do I remember? And then how do I feed myself more? Because i got to stick this in there. I'm, something else is going to take its place. And as I'm listening to it, like, oh, that's good, that's good, that's good. And Satan doesn't always show up like this. He doesn't always come in horns and a pitchfork and tails and everything. And he doesn't always show up, um, you know, with a truck full of a million dollars worth of cash or anything. Or, you know, that's great, that's Hollywood, that's fun. Uh, but that's not, most of the things that he uses against us are the things that we've already built in our heart. He will come to you when you go, you know what? I'm never going to amount to much. This has failed again. I've had another bad relationship. I thought this was the one. This thing's falling apart on me. He will come to you and remind you of that. He won't come to you and go, well, you could have been president. You know, your teacher told you that in the first grade and you didn't become president. That's a horrible thing. We really don't have that realistic, that we don't feel that. We didn't, you know, but we understand that we had that relationship and we thought that was going to work. We had our health and we thought that was going to work. We prayed for somebody and we spent time trying to disciple them and we spent time trying to love them and they walked away from the faith. Before I decided to follow after him, um, and I just got to cover this to explain why I get emotional about these things. Um, I knew the answers to the questions. If you would have given me a Jesus test, I'd have aced it. Uh, I knew the scripture. I would uh, go to places. Uh, this is my life. You'll get kind of a picture of who I am. Um, I would go to a party. 
you know, I'm chasing girls, uh, 14, 13, 14 years old, you know, trying to figure out something that I can say because I got no game. And I'm trying, I'm like, I should say something, but uh, man, I'm sweating like a pig and I don't know what to do. And I'm trying to think of something and finally somebody's friend comes over and she's probably being pleasant, but to me this is the future Mrs. Dave because at least she's talking to me. And she's asking me a question or something and I'm like, okay, I got to think of something to say. I got to think of something to say that's witty. Okay, okay, she likes Peter Frampton, and I know a song about Peter Frampton. So we start talking, now all of a sudden I'm the player, and somebody around the corner says, you know what, I saw a movie and it said that God said blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it did not. Uh, the movie may have said that, but that's not who God is. So then I would have to excuse myself from what I really came there for and go over here and have this philosophical debate with some guy that watched the ABC movie of the week and he doesn't really care about the answer anyways. He was a smart mouth in God. And now I have to step out of this moment to go and correct this moment because God put inside my heart a love for the scripture that I can't, I can't deal with it being treated poorly. And so... You know, and I still remember, and I say this as a joke, but it was kind of the truth. I'm walking home, and I'm like, you know, Jesus, I took you with me to the party, and you messed this up. You know, <laughs> you really did. I, if you wanted, you know, maybe next time you could be more of a wingman. You know, I don't know. Maybe help me out a little bit with this thing. I'm stumbling. Uh, it's okay. Jane turned out okay. and uh, <laughs> Yeah, she did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, She's got a great sense of humor, so she puts up with all of this. But, uh, yeah, she's been there through it all. Uh, that was another. Hey, look at that, Matt. Thank you. Uh, you guys just talk amongst yourselves for a minute here. I'll see if I can. There we go. So, having said all that, now that you know why I'm uh, blubbering like a 14-year-old girl, no offense to 14-year-old girls anywhere, uh, but they tend to Justin Bieber it a little bit. But, uh what I'm here to tell you about, to warn you about, to let you know, as uh, 2019, that's another 2019 for you, as this year starts, as we look to grow this church, as we look to grow ourselves, as we're going, you know what, this Jesus thing feels real. I really want to step into this. How do I notch up to the next level? What do I do? As we're doing that, we're in a war. Okay, I'd love to tell you that uh, this comes in, uh, free will doesn't play in this, and God just protects us all. Free will does play a big part of this. Love has free will. So we get a choice in the decisions that we make, good or bad. So load up your truck as much as you can uh, with the word. You know, it's time to start reading. If you guys... If you guys have a Bible program already that you're doing, that you're reading the Bible all the time, writing notes down on your own, uh, this Sunday, it's not for a build down, or it's for a build up, not a beat down. It also isn't for the complete fill up. If you guys go from Sunday to Sunday, you're going to get your butt kicked on Thursday. It's just the truth. I know that. I can stand here and testify to that better than I can about the miracles. Uh, God came in and cleaned up my heart, fixed it, everything's good. Uh, I had that happen once. But I have had disappointing Thursdays more times than I can remember. And so what is more real to me? The miracle where my heart was cleaned or the fact that sometimes I stumble trying to follow God? We need to build ourselves up. 
and we need to be in the Bible. Uh, how do we do that? What's that look like? Uh, I've got a thing that I do with new believers uh, or people that are just trying to uh, start reading their Bibles for the first time on a consistent basis. It's First John. First John is five chapters. That takes you six weeks or five weeks. Uh, six weeks, yeah. The public school math did me great. Uh, it's it's five chapters. That's why I married a smart woman. Uh, it's it's got five chapters, uh, five weeks. Read that thing one chapter a week. Uh, take you uh, five weeks, and it'll build a habit. The other thing it'll do is by the time you get to the end of First John, you'll know something about what the Christ did for you through His love. That'll also, now here's the tricky part, that'll also give you something to talk to somebody else about when they say, like Adrian was talking about, there's something different in you. What is it that you have that I can share? Yeah. You know? And so when they talk that to you, if you feel like, oh man, I don't know, I'm not, you know, I've never been to Bible school. You've already seen, I've been here for uh, 15 minutes so far, you've saw me stumble over everything. You guys can do this. You're probably more eloquent than I am with the word. Uh, go and meet people. Show the love of God, not just in this building, but in the city of Grand Rapids. If you want to see life's changed, and again, it's going to be hard. Uh, you're going to pour into folks. <laughs> I was talking tonight. This is my, uh, I, I really I need to get a better spin because this sounds horrible when I'm trying to sell this. But I'm, we meet folks. Uh, Scott and I meet each other. We're like, hey, that guy's okay. You know, he doesn't drive me too nuts. And uh, we start following God together. We start realizing that we think a lot the same way. Uh, we see God do incredible things. We're like, this is okay. We've got a great relationship here. Now we're starting to look forward to hanging around together. We know that we're better together because we've seen God move when we're working together. And then God comes along and says, hey, I want you in Istanbul, Dave. Uh, I want you to you know, move to Kentwood. I want you to go and do this thing. And it splits us up. That's a tough time. But we get heaven together. And even for the struggle, we still have the story. And it's the story that God wants us to tell. It's the story that we're telling here. It's the story in First John. It's the story of our lives. It's the story of the kids. Uh, I'm never going to make it through this one. It's the kids that you guys sat and prayed with when you were doing the mentor program at the public school. At the public school elementary when those kids graduate, when those kids have their kids, they bring them back to you. There's nothing sweeter than that. That's true. Yeah, you're very polite. Uh, it's, it's, uh, you know, I can't, I can't deny it. I'm fairly proud to be here with my son uh, leading worship. Um, the fact that God blessed me by calling me to this church to be a part of it, uh, that didn't, I didn't miss that. That, uh, yeah. Um, let's, I'm not even going to bother with the notes. Uh, yeah, this isn't going to work. I can't see anyway, so we'll take the glasses off. I'll be able to dry my eyes. Here's the thing. If you've got something in your life that's holding you back, if you're like, well, you know, if I had this one person, or if I had this one thing, or if I did this... You don't know if that's true or not. You really don't. Uh, but what I know is, start tomorrow, start tonight. Turn that stuff over to God and go, God, I don't know what you're going to do with this. Uh, I had this relationship that went bad. I've got this gift. Uh, 
Well, all of you know that have spent more than 30 seconds with me know that I love the talk. So God went, okay, you like to talk, I like to be talked about, let me do some incredible things and all you do is just tell your story about your relationship with me and let's see how that works. And I've seen people's lives changed, not because of me, but because I could stay focused long enough to point them to Jesus. And that's what we're about. That's, that's going to be the difference. So let's try and get on the... Uh, horse here and read their Bibles. Yeah. Let's write some stuff down. Talk about it to other people. And here's the thing. This is a really outgoing church. Uh, I love you guys and the way that people that you've known for the last five years come in. You talk a bunch to them. Strangers come in. You talk a bunch to them. You're just a talking bunch of people. I fit right in. Uh, the As you're talking, tell them about the stuff that you're struggling with. Tell them about the stuff that God has done in your life. The good and the bad. Uh, what I've found in life, uh, here's some of Dave's wisdom. The stuff that I'm struggling with, the stuff that I would hide, that I would do boldly in the face of my God and try and hide from my wife and my mother, if you tell people about those things that you're struggling with, it takes the power completely out of it. Once you put it in the air, it takes that struggle out. Now, you're still going to struggle with it until you get past it. I've got that. But if I tell Matt, hey, you know, I'm having anger with this guy at work. Matt's like, yeah, let's talk about it. And he finds out, hey, maybe, maybe Dave, you're not the package that you thought you were. Uh, and we have that conversation. I've got somebody now that's going to hold me accountable. I've got somebody who's helping pray for that guy that I'm struggling with at work. And I don't know that that guy don't need Jesus. You know, but if all I am is angry, I'm never going to change anything. And we have, we have an incredible opportunity here. I believe every generation has had a chance for, or for revival. I just don't think every generation has grabbed it. And I think you guys have that unique mark right now, right here, 2019. <laughs> I've got to get that in three more times, and I think we win. But uh, I think we have that chance now. So let's not, let's not back down from this thing. Let's, let's amp it up. And if you've got problems that you're struggling with, Matt's going to come forward in just a minute. Uh, band, why don't you come up here right now? We're going to close this thing up in a hurry. Uh, as this year goes on, let's turn these things from, if this would happen, I could change, and let's turn them into, and then God did this story. And so we can, we can make a difference, not just in the life's, of Grand Rapids, but in our personal lives and our family lives, uh, what difference would it have made in my my grandchild's life that's almost here? What difference did it make? What what difference would it have made in that child's life if my mom and dad, when I was three days old, they wrapped me up? Would have went, yeah, you know what? Let's wait until the baby's a little older. Let's wait until he's three, and then we'll go to church. Let's, let's go fishing this weekend. Let's do these things. This God thing is so important that we can't take a moment's rest from it. And if you don't feel like the song lyrics, that's okay. God's big enough. He'll let you grow into him. And as you get to know him, as you discuss the scripture that you're reading all the time, as you get somebody that you can share with, that you can pray with, that'll be the thing that grows it. I... As goofed up as I am, I wasn't this good before. But I've gotten better. 
and I hope 10 years from now this guy isn't recognizable to that guy because I want to be better as I go. Last thing, thank you for the love that you've given me, church family. I love you guys too. Let's do this thing. Let's do this together. Um, if you got questions, you know, hit me up through Facebook. Uh, talk to me here. Uh, we can do this thing. This isn't complicated. We have a God that created the universe. If we trust Him for that and for salvation, we should trust Him for love. We should be able to figure this out. Um, so yeah, that's it. every head bowed and eye closed in this place. There's nobody looking around. There's nobody talking. There's nobody judging right now. Oh, come to the altar. His hands are open wide. If you're in this place tonight, Rusty put it really great earlier. We've repeated a sense that new beginnings are for every morning. Our Bible, like Dave was talking about, actually says that mercies are new in the morning every single day. That's not a morning that's contingent upon your bad behavior last night or your good behavior the week or month before. Those are mercies solely based on the goodness of God that are available to you every morning. So in this place right now, I don't know if maybe you're dealing with the ramifications of something that you did in 2018, because I know I am. I don't know in this place, maybe tonight you're dealing with the results or ramifications of something that you did in 2017. I don't know if you're still feeling burdened and judged and labeled by something that happened to you in 2007. I don't know what your story has looked like, but I know what the cross of Jesus has looked like. I know that it's changed my life, and it's redeemed me, it's still redeeming me, it's still working in me, and I know that it can still redeem and work and change you. So if you're in this place tonight, you can come to the altar. His hands are open wide. And they're contingent upon, they're open because of his love for you, not because of your works or your failures or your wins or your losses. So don't let 2018 plague your 2019. Don't let this past weekend, this past New Year's partying, to determine your course of action for 2019, whatever it is. If you want to begin right now in this moment to pick up this relationship that Jesus has offered you. He went to the cross 2,000 plus, 2,019 plus years ago for you and for me so this moment could exist. If that's you, if you're in this place and you're bold enough right now, there's nobody looking around, there's nobody judging, there's nobody talking right now. If you would just take a natural step towards your very supernatural God and see life change happen right here, right now. Would you just be brave enough and bold enough and trusting enough of who Jesus says he is just to lift your hand right where you stand right now and give your life to him. Yeah, I see that hand. I see that hand. I see that hand. I see that hand. Is there anybody else in this place? Oh, I see that hand. 
So what I want to do is I want to repeat. I just want to pray over you. You don't have to repeat these words after me. I just want to declare some prophetic things over every single one of your life. So if your hands are up and you're saying, God, whatever it was, it doesn't matter. You've thrown it as far as the east is from the west. The directions never touch. You are that big. You are that good. You are that great. Whatever your situation was, whatever your relationship with him looks like before, whatever condition your heart and your soul have been in, this is for you. Jesus, we just lift up every single hand in this place and every single soul that is brave enough right now, God, to say, Jesus, I need you. Don't leave me where I was in 2018. Don't leave me how I started this year. Don't leave me how I, with the, with the things that I've done, God, in clear sight of you, but what I've hidden from my neighbors. Jesus, I give you my past. I give you my yesterday. I give you my tomorrow, God. We give you every single moment that took place before this. And with our hands open right now, we grab hold of everything you've made available to us. Fresh identity, a fresh passion, a fresh outlook on our life, a renewed reason to live, a new breath in our lung to keep going, a new mercy tomorrow morning, Jesus. We thank you for what you started tonight and what we are going to see begin to sprout fruit in our lives from this moment, from this night, from this declaration forward. In Jesus' mighty name, if you believe it, amen. If that was you and you raised your hand. I don't care if it was the 1,000th time that you've made that declaration to God. I don't care if it was your first time. Take over church. Me, Adrian, everybody here is just glad that you have come home. Can you make some noise for them?